Yeah, 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 we are back. So the show with me today, I have an amazing guest, Omo Labake. Can you tell us who you are? Introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I am Omo Labake and I'm discussing childhood dramas with Doru's Corner today. I'm glad to have you on my show. Glad to be here too. So let's get right into it. So when you hear childhood drama, almost mind. Well, childhood traumas occurs to mind is an unresolved pain, a pain that lingers from the past, an event that occurred during childhood that never leaves you and influences your day-to-day activities, how you think, how you perceive people, how you choose to relate to people, how you trust people, how you develop relationships with people. Wow. So that is what childhood trauma is. You said it affects um, how you relate with people. So you are saying childhood trauma influences what we do as yeah. young adults. Yeah, childhood trauma definitely influences our relationships. That's just that's like the most common example, rape. Rape definitely like if a girl was raped, it definitely influences how she faces men and how she chooses to connect with men and the relationship she forms with men because that trust has been broken from childhood. Because you know there's always there always is the right time for everything to happen, but it was premature what happened to her. So the way our body will store the information will be into fear and anxiety and depression. So definitely, in the present now, meeting a man will be difficult, trusting a man will be difficult, getting sexual with a man will be difficult because that pain, that traumatic event will always linger in the mind. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. What's it about that? Wow. So childhood trauma can influence. Well, you know, it's childhood now, so I was thinking time would. Yeah, it ends in childhood. No, no. So it lingers on and yes, affects. Yes. You said um, it's childhood trauma is stored in the body. Yes. That means because it's stored in the body, that's why it has that long, longevity. Mm-hmm. Right? How is childhood trauma stored in the body to start with? Okay, let's look at it this way. Um, people always think that childhood traumas are more psychological than physiological. But I don't say that childhood traumas are both physiological and psychological, it affects both the body and the mind. It's not just the mind that's affected, yeah, the body is affected. Now let's start another example. So like you really don't start trying to see. Okay. Let's say a young a young boy, let's say a seven year old boy, is coming back from the bathroom to the girls with father and mother in the car and suddenly a truck hits them. He, he is witnessing that trauma in that moment. And let's say he, he witnessed his mom and dad died because they were both you know, in the front seat and the back. Do you think we will ever forget that memory? Mm-hmm. Now, in the long run, now, let's say the young boy's name was Tunji. Now, Tunji is 18 years old and he wants to get a driver's license. Do you think he can cope with the stress and anxiety from driving a car on the road, the same roads that killed his parents? But with time, no, but, but with time, most students you forget their experience. You cannot forget their experience because during when you were seven years old and his parents died in the accident that he experienced, obviously the young child will feel so much fear and panic and discomfort because he's watching his parents died. And what is happening at that moment is not just his mind recording the events; his body is also doing that because fear and anxiety come from the um, sympathetic nervous system of our body. Adrenaline is increased, our heart beats faster. These are physiological characteristics of fear and anxiety. So it's not just the mind involved, the body is also involved. So now, Tunji is 18 years old and he's trying to take, you know, 
first ride when you drive a car. Now what will come, what will happen? The same fear, anxiety and panic if Felbin was seven years old would come again and his body will see that car as a threat and his heart will start a bit faster. He will start becoming sweaty. His body might be shaky. You see, his mind and body are reacting together but in different ways. I will not see the um, impact on the mind, but the mind is not is not as um, concrete as the body. But the body will be responding to those effects. So that's why we say child trauma is both physical and psychological. So child trauma is both physical yes, and psychological. Wow, I thought it's a thing. I always thought think is a thing of the, of the mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. So does childhood trauma okay he said it's both of the mind and body what's um physical um conditions uh, okay thank you two conditions associated with childhood trauma are they else related um advantages or disadvantage or occurrences yes 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 definitely because as we see here the mind and body they're both affected so, is it, uh, it's actually confirmed, scientists have studied and confirmed that childhood trauma can cause physical diseases such as COPD, such as um, um, diabetes, such as cancer, such as um, heart attacks. Are you, are you such as, Yeah, so that coronary heart disease. Is that because this is what happens here. Like I said, the spontaneous nervous system is responsible for these um, physiological symptoms of fear, anxiety, and panic that usually resolves. Or results rather from childhood trauma. So this is what happens that the body is being overworked. Now let's use a particular disease as an example. Let's use um a heart attack. Okay. So this is what happens here. The spinal nervous system is is um for involuntary actions for our body. So let's say um how how what I guess you're still Okay. <laughs> <Don't you> <laughs> let's Tunji, we are listening. It's not about Tunji. you. <laughs> So now, let's say Tunji, um, whenever he's in the moving car, whenever he's in the moving car, he's always filled with anxiety, fear, and panic. I know that this um, feelings of anxiety, fear, and panic is not just psychological, as we have you know, stated and confirmed, it's both physiological. So anytime Tunji is in the bus, maybe going, going to school or going out or anywhere he's going to, he's always, his heart is always racing, his palms are always sweaty, he's always so uncomfortable inside his own body. Now let's say Tunji, um, he walks a bus away from his home and he, he enters the bus every single day and that's happened to him every, every single day. day. His body is initiating that response every single day and let's note that it is not normal for our body to act that way. It's a compensatory mechanism from the childhood trauma. The body is trying to compensate for how it's feeling. So the hormones are increased. Now this happens every single day. Now this puts Tunji as a mix of of the words of developing diseases, coronary heart diseases. Now let's say now Tunji now is 40 years old and he's diagnosed with hypertension, diagnosed with coronary heart disease, and suddenly he just has a heart attack. That because over the years Tunji has not faced this trauma. It's when he was then keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again for years. It is not normal. It's not normal to be in a bus 
and your heart will be racing. Yeah, they are pressure. Exactly. So it's not normal. So that's why they say childhood trauma that is not resolved, that continues for a long period of time, over long years, can result with sugar diseases. Wow. Yes. Childhood trauma sounds dangerous. <laughs> you said, um, there's something you said I want to bring. You said Sunji did not face his childhood trauma. Yes. Can you face your childhood trauma? Yes, you can. How can you? You can. There's what we call trauma work. Okay. And um, this person I follow, uh, Master Kim, he said trauma work is not. It's not just facing the trauma one day and say, okay, I'm fine. I'm done with my trauma. It happened in the past. I've moved on. No, trauma work is every day. Trauma work is you realizing that that happened in the past. Today is today. Today is the present. The past is the past. Exactly. Like you have to reassure yourself every day. They're not going to let what happened in the past hold you from the present. And that is very hard to do. But people feel like get over your trauma by like going to therapy, talking about it in a few months, and fine, whoop, you're done, you're back to society. No, it doesn't happen that because that it happened to you and you forever be part of your body. Your body already stored what has happened. So has your mind. You will always remember. And that's why you know the Nigerian culture now there that move on, the brains yeah. died. Life goes life on. They <laughs> <laughs> are gone. Of course, in your life, everything happens for a reason. God knows mm-hmm. best. That's not the right way to do trauma. And that's why tomorrow there will be lots of Nigerian that depressed. Lots of Nigerians living with mental disorders that don't even know it. Lots of Nigerians having mental disorder symptoms and they don't even know what's wrong with them. They are confused. They are lost. Because we are not, we're not taught the right way, culturally and religiously, to deal with trauma. Wow. So, I wanted to diagnose me. Oh, <laughs> what's the word? Say I had this childhood trauma. Um, what's it? Say I, I, I fell down from a very tall place, and anytime I get to this of heights, like I'm. Um, climbing something or I'm going on the bridge um, being an elevator walking the stairs I remember that scenario of me falling down every mm-hmm. time that's a childhood trauma right yes, yes so how can I do it how best can I overcome that fear and properly can you okay before we come to how, if we can do away with it how best can I manage um, a childhood trauma okay. so you're an adult man now. Okay. You're scared of heights. <laughs> yeah. Though being scared of heights is, is normal, Sha. It is normal. It is normal. But let's say it, is, it was influenced by childhood trauma. How best can I face it? Yeah. So, as you are now, I'm sure everybody you're like a very high place. You get scared. Yeah. Your heart beats faster. Yeah, so you just want to leave that place. You want to run from that scene. I don't want to be there. In that you can't position. even be there without standing and like trying to even you know, overcome the fear. You just want to run away. You see, but there are, there are actually two known ways of dealing with trauma. Okay. And most times people do one and leave the other. So that's why they are always left with trauma. They never completely resolve the trauma. So you completely resolve the trauma. You do two things first. Face your trauma physically. That's I should yes. do what I don't want to yes, do. Yes, and face the trauma in your mind. The mind eats one's soul. So most times people think you can okay, you can I'm away from my trauma. Like I said 
and that example someone has been raped and she feels she can deal with trauma alone without talking to someone like by understanding the fact that it just happened she wasn't at fault she's fine with it she has moved on yeah she has talked to the person she has talked to the family everything is fine that just that just deals with trauma in your mind you don't deal with trauma physically and for you to deal with trauma physically you have to face a similar situation as that trauma face a similar situation it's just like saying I can I can draw in my head. Okay. Like in my mind, I'm holding the pencil, I'm drawing. But I've never actually held the pencil to draw. Sure. The same goes for trauma. You can't say you're over a rape incident, a rape trauma, if you have not actually been in the same situation as that rape event and actually overcome it without running away. So now you're scared of heights. Try going to a place similar to where the trauma actually happened. And jump, <laughs> like literally jump. Do you want to kill me? <laughs> no, like a safe jump, okay. or just like stay there, or move higher, face the heights. If you're someone that experienced, you are raped, you are assaulted, sexually assaulted during your childhood. Face the trauma physically, be in that same situation and set some demand, and see how your body reacts, and tame them that reaction at that moment because if you, if you keep taming your body reactions to remember the trauma away from the physical event away from trauma itself it just how like put it it just creates more of a defense rather than a solution you get you're strengthening yourself but the inside is still weak and that's why uh, most um that traumatized something will just happen and they just go back like they, ne- like they never resolve the trauma and they are actually resolved with their mind but like a similar situation maybe being with a guy trying to like do things with them will just bring them sinking instantly that's because they have not faced the trauma physically like someone again who is scared of swimming maybe because the person was sexually assaulted in swimming pool maybe person was learning how to swim as a child was touched in the wrong places so the person is scared of water let the person be in the water again with a swimming instructor that is a man too and the person face that fear if you have, been, you have been raped face that fear with a man in the same room or in the same in a similar setting that it happened if you're scared of heights go to a place similar to where that fear go to where the face is from the roots is where solution lies, not away from the roots. Wow, face your fear, face your yes. fear, face your face like a lot of work. It's, it's super, super, super hard. Like, like, why can't you take the easy roots out? It's, it's not like it affects us all. I think majority of us actually carry childhood traumas with us. Well, majority are living in denial. Yes, majority don't face it. We decide to like strengthen ourselves. But we are not actually resolved. We are not actually resolved. We just strengthen ourselves. We guard ourselves. We protect ourselves by strengthening our mind. But the event is there and it forever haunts us. Wow. So can you can you completely subdue these childhood traumas? Is it is it is it practical like for you to completely do it with your childhood trauma? Like they should have effects. On um, you yeah. at all. It is possible. But it takes 
a great amount of work and it depends on the kind of trauma because then there are, there are degrees to trauma yeah, some are more severe than another so it takes a great amount of work you can't compare the trauma of someone who has height issues someone that has been raped because there are more cultural and religious factors associated being with than being, to being scared of heights. And that and that brings to mind that this this more severe cases of trauma they need to be handled. Because it will keep affecting us. You cannot run away from it. It will always be there. It will always be there. Childhood trauma. Yeah, scary topic. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary, dude. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to search my head. That childhood traumas <laughs> because I really, really need to do. Wow. We've. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I'm. <laughs> yeah. I'm Fun, fun, have you resolved them? Are you fine? Funny enough, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> it could be. Well, wow. Lots of us have child traumas. Lots of us. And someone, someone has told me that you can have a child trauma. Are you losing you know? Are you growing and developing as you should? And maybe when you're young, I don't maybe in your late 20s. Okay. And suddenly, you just feel depressed. You feel out of place. You feel there's something wrong with you. You start feeling so much fear and panic and anxiety. I don't know where it's coming from. And it may be something in your life has happened or something has entered your life that represents that trauma. Let me give you an example. Someone that maybe at the age of 12, her parents separated. But she had um, the company of family. She knew she was still living with her mom. My dad was away. Well, didn't really feel the impact of her dad not her dad not staying with her anymore. She was fine. But when she's 26 now, she's about to get married. That childhood trauma will creep in. What if my husband leaves me? What if I have kids and my kid lives the same way as my dad does? That's what childhood trauma will do. It it removes our essence. It gives us so much fear and anxiety that we don't know who we are and we don't know what to do. Like then you won't even know what exactly is happening to you. You're just in a state of absolute confusion and apprehension. So that's why we need to recognize the child traumas we have and resolve them before they greatly impact our lives negatively. So this episode has been very, very insightful and educative. Okay. <laughs> really? Yes, yes. Okay, lastly, to anybody listening to this that is experiencing one aspect of childhood trauma or the other, what's your problem? Okay, so I will direct my answer to, to categories of people first. Okay. Because people that actually have recognized the childhood traumas. Mm. I think as we put are yet to recognize child traumas. Yeah. I hope people that recognize the child traumas. Like I said um, earlier, trauma work is every day. You will always do it. You don't stop. And it's, it's, it really depends on the kind of traumatic experience you had. But every day, because some days you some days it comes stronger than others. Some days yeah. you just completely weighed down. Sometimes some days you just 
can't get out of those feelings. And that's why you have to do this trauma work every day to strengthen your mind. So when it comes crashing down, you can rise. And it doesn't affect important things and important people in your life. And most importantly, we have to resolve our trauma facing both physically and psychologically. Talk to people. Be around things that represent the trauma. Be around things that are similar to the trauma. Give it away. Be more around men. Wow. If you're scared of highs, be more about <laughs> be more in places that are high, like you know. Yeah. If you if you if you lost if you maybe lost someone, okay. maybe your parents separated, be like try to get a closure from what happened. Talk to your parents. Yes, don't don't shy away from what happened. Don't don't like okay that happened in the past. That was my parents. Trust me, it's going to affect you because you were there and you were present. If your mom was, if your dad rather was physically abusing your mom, you will always remember. It you will never forget it, and it will affect you in the long run, and it affects you at the time you even least expect it. So if you recognize your child trauma, you need to resolve it every day and face find a way to face the trauma physically. Find things or people or places that represent a trauma. There's this one about trauma is that there's a place or there's a person that when you're around that place or the person, you feel the most fear. You know it. Triggers it. Exactly. You need to realize or figure out your biggest trigger. That's that's where solution is. That's where the, the total resolution is. Go there, go to that person and face it in that moment. Even though it's not like an absolute or complete solution, it's a, it's a very, very, very large, great, enormous step to resolving your traumas. Now, for people that are yet to recognize the traumas, you need to sit down. Think of the times you've been really depressed. Think of the times you've like felt so out of place with yourself. Think of the times you felt so lost and you lost person you are who you are you lost a sense of direction a sense of belonging now think about you in that moment and think about what exactly triggered you to be in that moment like it might be like back trace yes yes back trace those emotions it might be something someone just said randomly it might be being in a particular place it might be even experiencing something similar happening in someone else's life it might not really be about might, you. Yes, it won't be about you. But in what triggers you to be in that state of depression and apprehension, you figure out the kind of trauma you have. And just like, because it's a thing. See, trauma can be very, very corny and deceitful. It's not so revealing as we think. It will hide itself from you. You just, that's why people feel lost. Yeah, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? It's very corny. It hides itself perfectly within your mind. And for this part, it's not as if it's doing anything. You're the one not letting yourself see it because you are scared of facing it. So you need to like think about it. Let yourself see where this is coming from. It might be from your mom, it might be from your dad, it might even be from your friend. It might be watching your friend die. It may be losing your best friend. 
when we're in secondary school, primary school, but it, it remains there. That fear and panic remains. So figure it out and then resolve with both trauma work, psychologically and physiologically, like those that recognize your trauma, and you're just fine. Is there is there a struggle that we face the traumas every day? And honestly speaking, most people mental disorders, depression, bipolar disorders, post traumatic stress disorders, personal personality disorders, and social personality disorders. Extremely um, personality disorder, schizoid personality disorder, schizophrenia, lots of other disorders. You can trace them back to childhood traumas. Wow. Wow. Sure, you can trace all of them back to childhood traumas. Even though, yes, like example now, people with schizophrenia, gene plays a major factor. But the trigger lies in childhood trauma. Hmm. Childhood trauma. <laughs> so we've established, we've said that childhood trauma, those ugly experiences, they are always ugly. Very ugly, nasty. Uh, <laughs> that we went through in our childhood and still we are caused that surfaces in our adulthood and messes up with our life. Yes. And we've seen that um, when all these cases of childhood trauma we occur, it tends to be at our own disadvantage and comes with a lot of bad bad <laughs> things with it and we've seen we've said that our best to treat your childhood trauma is to face it like what is your face your fear face your fear it sounds like the most um the hardest thing to do for if you really want to overcome if you're really tired of going through the same circle and same face of um child the trauma traumatic experiences you have to face your yeah. trauma and you said you said something called trauma trauma work emotional work that's facing your fear facing your fear psychologically in your mind yeah psychologically, so it's, it's not just about the mind you don't just think yes. it's something mental it's and physical and you have to deal with it mentally um, and physically and if you deal with this physically yeah, i don't do it mentally yeah but because you have both mind and body symptoms so so thank you once again no for... we're not going yet though <laughs> you, have, you have to recognize you have to recognize your own trauma okay yeah uh-huh. you think about <laughs> those times you're not sad no Wait, you are putting me on the spot. Yes, I still got my childhood trauma. Yes. Really? You want me yes. to? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Childhood trauma. Wow. Something that happened to you. Maybe some experience. Maybe your parents. Maybe mm-hmm. the hardship right growing up. Could be anything. Wow. Mine, mine is black. I, though I'm of the opinion no, that. Don't you is lying. You're telling us. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that everybody goes through childhood trauma experiences. I don't know. Should I say I'm living in denial? Because I've a very, very strong, <laughs> deep, great. Well, large I'm not ready to put denial. myself. I'm not ready to put myself on this spot. See, stop it. See, think about it. Okay. We're not going to resolve it. We're just mm-hmm. like recognizing it first, then resolving it. Why should I dig up debt so I'm not ready to clean it up? Okay, don't dig it up now. Maybe I get married. <laughs> You feel so much fear and anxiety. Where is it coming from? So let's do okay. it tonight. Let's do it like this. Share one. I'm going to make me more open to share mine. Oh, okay. Let me see. 
think I've told you this before. Okay. I don't know where this is coming from, but like whenever I'm in a room, in a place, and I know for sure that maybe I'm alone, and I hear like the door open yeah. or someone come in, my heart starts pounding a million times faster. And I feel so, so scared in moments. And sometimes, like every time. yes, like, like every time I see I'm in school, I'm in my room, and I know it's my room is coming in. But I know in my head it's my room is coming <laughs> in. But still, there's just this crazy ass fear that grips me. And maybe this opens the door, and I'm just like, during the door open just makes it ten times more powerful. And I, I'm so scared, like. For no reason, apparently. So like if I don't see the person, I don't get the root. Wow. So did you have you traced it out? What caused it? I don't know. Let's not talk about this. Yeah, don't this corner. So let's not this. Wait, you must use your own medicine. You can't give me medicine and not use it. No. So how how are you coping with it? How best are you managing? Try to focus on the um, thoughts in my mind that I actually know is coming. Nice, person coming is not going to hurt me because when I feel the fear, it comes to the fact that I feel the person is coming to hurt me. Yeah, so I just have to focus on the thought that it's my roommate coming in, it's my friend coming in. He won't hurt me. She won't hurt me. It's just my body, just my mind, and I strengthen my you know affirmation continuously continuously it doesn't work like magic just me yeah my <laughs> bounce as fast as it can i just keep doing that hopefully soon cool. enough it's just disappear the same way it appears but it appears like magic too <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. yeah so wow. i did that so your turn my you, your no. turn to do you're not escaping this yeah, yeah, see, if Tolu does not tell me, I'm going to kill him. And you guys will hey, have hey, to corner. Well, what? if you yes. want to hear my childhood trauma, traumatic experience, tune in for the next episode. That's a lie. I can't believe that. Until Tolu, next time. Tolu is lying to his audience. So that's bad. Honestly, we're not leaving you. Okay, um, anybody that wants to hear my ch- childhood trauma <laughs> should personally message me after listening to this. I will tell you personally. So that unfair, you tricked me. I didn't trick you. You tricked me. I just wanted you. You, you, you are the one that is enlightening us. So it, it was a nice. conversation, Bolu. It was a conversation, not a therapeutic session. I, I, I cannot really pinpoint anything. But I know that I have fear for eyes. But I cannot backtrace it. Like if um in I remember there was a time I was um I remember I told you one time I was going for one to pitch the um my artistic idea somewhere. And that was at Ebony Ebony's place close to a close door. So it got to a time where like um we should have um lunch at the the top of the building of that ebony that the the, the, the main main top. And we are we are the third floor or something, and we're like on the norm, like if on the norm, if you are listening to the beauty, they will not allow you to that kind of place. 
but as far we are for the event so they gave us that privilege to go and see um to go to the top and view the island from the top and have lunch there yeah, yeah. and i was like i can do this i can do this and i was like okay maybe if i'm working with everybody i will not really feel it but i was i just as i i was actually like, the elevator or the stairs like if i take the elevator what if i get scared i will not be able to control to say i want to calm down or anything i just take me to the top so i was i started climbing the stairs i was getting this apprehension i'm like no i'm going to do it <laughs> so uh, let's say it's like still three floors off so i went to the first floor and i was about taking this climbing the second the second flight of stairs i'm like no i can't do this i had to go back down but i regretted the whole thing because i could not see and I was only seeing pictures, but I still have that apprehension. I, so I don't know. Yeah, and even have... even if I climb bridge, like normal bridge, I, I get scared. Wow. Yeah, I guess I don't know why. I get scared. Like I can remember there's this time I was on. I had to calm down and say, "Okay, I'll cross the road. <laughs> I will cross the road because it's as if I'm going to fall down." I don't know. Yeah. So we do have phobia. Or high without having a childhood trauma. So we just Yeah, so I don't have a childhood so, trauma. So just tricked us again. <laughs> not sharing his real childhood trauma, but it's fine. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was it was so nice yeah. discussing with you. Yes. I really enjoyed myself. Well, I yeah, I enjoyed it. myself. The childhood trauma childhood trauma was please face your childhood trauma and try to heal from it. So next time, stay productive. Yeah, this is Omar Labake. That's what you talk. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>